What's up, everybody? I want to thank you for tuning in to the Urban Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, James Hunt. And today I'm joined by a special guest, man. I want to say this guy is probably the most popular guest we've had thus far. Um, you know, I'll, I'll get to that why I'm saying that now. But uh, LeVar Jacob from Not Just October. How you doing today? I'm doing well. And you? I'm doing good. So I know, uh, I want to say last week uh, you had a special, it was a one-year anniversary, I believe. Uh, you were on a show I'm pretty sure people would be familiar with. You want to oh, talk yeah. about that experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, actually a guest on the Steve Harvey show. Um, worked hard with my publicist to get me there. Shout out to Ariel. Um, we worked really hard so that we could go out to California and be on the Steve Harvey show just to talk about the organization, not just October. I'll probably go into more detail about the organization later, but it was a magnificent experience just being catered to on a, on a nationwide scale um, and being able to spread my message. It was, it was amazing, honestly. That's awesome, man. When I, when I saw that, I was like, wow, this guy is doing big things. And I was, I was so proud and just happy for you and your organization and what, what you stand for and the mission. So um, again, like I said, it's an honor to have you on. Um, you definitely are the most famous, my bad, famous, not even popular, you <laughs> beyond popular, popular, Oh man, local, famous, you know, famous guests. So basically, I like to have a conversation uh, with my guests, kind of to just talk about um, basically what inspires them, where you came from, um, get, just get into the details of who you are, where you want to go, and also provide some education to the listeners as well. So one thing I definitely want to discuss in this episode is how you got started. And I'm talking about a step-by-step guide for the listeners. So I guess to begin, let's just uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, how you grew up and uh, how you began to start, not just October. All right. Well, um, I was born in Akron, Ohio, home of LeBron James. Uh, I was raised by my mom and my dad in the same household. I had an older brother, um, when I was in first grade, my parents moved to Copley. I went to Copley schools all the way through. I graduated from Copley High School. Um, my mom was pretty much my best friend. We were very close all the way up until she passed away from breast cancer in 2009. And when my mom passed away from breast cancer, it just it really took a toll on me. And I knew that I wanted to do something in her honor. And I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've had so many businesses, you know, things that I've done over the years. And I knew I wanted to start some type of business that would honor my mom. So I thought of doing a nonprofit organization where I help women do things for women, spread awareness, education, all for breast cancer, because that's how my mom passed away. And I felt this is what I'm going to do. And I felt like it was interesting a young black man being so focused on breast cancer it was really a niche that nobody has tapped into so I just knew it was time I knew that I could make a difference in this realm you know in my demographic young black men young black women they might not be thinking of breast cancer so I felt like I could step in and put it on everybody's mind because it's important that they know what's going on okay now you mentioned uh you you're an entrepreneur at heart um, if, if, just so we can get some background, uh, I guess describe a couple of the uh, other endeavors that led you to not just October, because I think a lot of times people um, don't understand the value in 
gaining that experience and getting the exposure um, that will grow you into the space where you can become that organizational leader you are currently. So talk about a few of the uh, entrepreneurship uh, endeavors you, you've been through. It all started with music. I really wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> so uh, we created a record label. And doing that, it led me into party promotion. Okay. That's when I that's when I met um, Antoine Samples and Tommy Cherry, both in Akron. And they were just so great in the terms of teaching me marketing. Without them, I wouldn't even know this marketing. Like, I feel like I'm really good at marketing because I met them. We started throwing parties. And just to give some insight on these type of parties, they're hip-hop parties. And if the doors open at 10, anybody in Akron can attest and tell you that when we have parties at the Vertigo or a place called the Lounge, um, people will be lined up by nine o'clock just to make sure that they get in it was it was like that so and then after parties um i had a car wash with my brother uh, we had a cleaning company and after i got out of those businesses i took some time my mom passed away and then it was time to start not just october so tell us about just a little bit about that process so you said i want to honor my mom you know i want to help people um, let me start this organization. So uh, the the organization type, and correct me if I'm wrong, is a it's a 501c, correct? Yes, 501c3. 501c3. <clears throat> Tell me about, yes. a little bit about how you actually uh, started that process to get it in a legitimate space. Well, I am somewhat educated on it now, but honestly, at the time when I first started my organization, I wasn't too educated on it. So... I am a firm believer of if you don't know how to do something, there's someone in the world that you can pay that knows how to do it way better than you. <laughs> so yes. I, I have a magnificent account and her name is Lakeisha Barclay. She handled all of my paperwork initially. Oh, wow. But I, yeah, everything for me. Um, and her fee was, wasn't astronomical. It was something that I was able to save up and do. But she's perfect. She still does the taxes and everything for Not Just October. Yeah, shout out to Lakeisha. Lakeisha Barclay. She's, you can Google her. It's amazing. <laughs> SOS 1040 is the name of her company. And it is amazing. But um, after that, I did some research on how to start a nonprofit organization. Well, you have to first file for your actual business in your state. Make sure that your business name is available. So it's just like um, when you register for a LLC or something like that. <clears throat> then after you are ready to do that, you can make sure that it's time to file for your nonprofit status. That's the 501c3. That's the most important thing when it comes to being a nonprofit organization. That's what makes you a nonprofit organization. So once you file for your 501c3, you get that. You register all the required licenses in your state and open a bank account. And then after that, it's time to start getting donations for your organization, if that's the type of organization that you have. Not just October, I run my organization strictly off of donation. But anyone that knows me knows that I will spend my last personal dollar to make sure that a woman has something that she needs when it comes to Not Just October. Because right now, I'm in my fifth year of Not Just October. I 
came out of pocket tremendously through the first three, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> my wife knows, anybody that knows me or is close to me knows that I'm ready to spend it all when it comes to not just October because I know how important what I'm doing is and I know where it's going to go. Right. So you, you had to invest in your company, but also the cause in itself. Yes. Yes. Just um, one thing not just October does, we assist families financially dealing with hardships due to breast cancer, and we provide several resources for women who are currently battling, such as lawn care, snow removal, home cleaning, carpet cleaning. We find entrepreneurs who do all these services and they do the services for these women and then they build not just October. It's pretty much amazing. Yes. <laughs> just being being able to be there for women, that's everything to me. That that's what gives me a natural high every single day when I can make sure to put a smile on someone's face. Yeah, and you know what's funny is uh I think a lot of times entrepreneurs and, and different people uh of, as such, I think they get lost in the business of things and, and don't understand it's about that end user or a consumer or the or beneficiary. And so, you know, Definitely. When, I, when I hear you talk, I can hear the passion that you have. Like you said, you've spent your last to help someone. And, and that's huge. Um, I think that that just I think that displays the type of motivation you have and, and the type of character you possess as well so i just want to tip my hat to you hey i appreciate that that. it's just important anytime you get into a business it's easy to look at it about money everybody is so money hungry but at the end of the day money is not what's going to bring you joy i want money just as much as the next person but money is not what's going to bring me joy it's about making other people happy that's what's going to leave a lasting impact in this world if you're the biggest millionaire in the world, if you didn't do anything for anybody, nobody's going to remember you. It's all about being remembered, your legacy, how people feel about you. That's what they'll always remember. Yes, period. And and uh, to segue into the next question, you said something earlier, and I was just curious, but I'm sure you could possibly help a, a listener. Um, when you first lost your mother, I'm, I'm just wondering... Did you seek any type of counseling? And then also, um, the second question to that is, when you, when you meet people now and say you meet a young man who's in a similar space where they're under 18 or maybe even older than 18 who loses someone close to them like their mom or their father uh, due to cancer, um, what, what type of practices do you, uh, I guess, tend to lend to them or, or recommend to them to be able to go through the grief recovery process? Well, when when I lost my mom, I was 23 years old. I was a regular 23-year-old. I was throwing parties at the time. So yeah. the way that I coped with everything is going out, trying to have fun, being with my friends, probably honestly depressed. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what depression was. I wasn't as in touch with myself or the world at that time. So I'm probably very depressed partying. Mm-hmm. But now that I know how things go and what's going on, I really wish I would have gotten some type of counseling at that time. I probably made so many bad decisions during that time period that affect me to this day. You know, maybe bad spending habits, you know, had to rebuild my credit because I was just doing the wrong things. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah. But whenever I I meet people now, it's, it's amazing because I've been through it. 
but there are people that are going through it right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to connect. I'm able to connect the dots when somebody's family member may have just passed away. I can connect them with a woman whose family member passed away recently, even more recently than me. You know, um, like they might look at it like it, it's not the same for me because I'm the face. You know, I'll put that in parentheses. I'm the face of the organization. But there are so many regular people that I deal with on a regular basis that are going through so many terrible situations when it comes to any type of cancer. And I can just connect them, put them together, make them friends. I've created so many friendships based on not just October. It's way past than just the services and articles or TV or anything. It's really building connections, connecting people, uplifting. That's why uh, one of my most important things that I'm going to do this year, I'm going to start a support group where we meet maybe once a month, twice a month, just for people who are currently battling, people who may have lost someone, family members of people currently battling. Because if you've never been through it, you don't know what to expect. And you might just want to meet people who are going through a similar space and time. That's awesome. And you know what? It, it's funny you say that because when you talk about those support groups, I think that's one of the, the staples when you talk about recovery is being able to identify and just have a group setting and not be in isolation. Because like you mentioned, you, you, were may, you may have been going through depression, but didn't even know it at that time. Right. So, you know, you got people in a similar space um, with the opportunity to make those connections you are providing, your organization is providing. I think that's great. And I think the last thing is, uh, you know, what I hear is you're creating lifelong relationships for people. Definitely. Definitely. Like real friendships. um, It's pretty crazy because anytime I find out a woman is currently battling or someone that I just found out was diagnosed, I immediately connect them with someone who is a survivor just so they can see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. That's very important. Very important to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, the the most ironic thing about this, just listening to your story and, and the business behind it is, you know, you mentioned learning marketing, right? And so, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm curious about some of the marketing tactic that you have in, in uh, deployed in your current organization that you learned earlier on, but thinking about, you just said you make those connections immediately. I mean, essentially that is a marketing strategy. It, it, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's, that's definitely a marketing strategy. It's like when it comes to marketing my organization, like I always say, it's not really a, about business. But the more that my organization is out there, the more money comes into my organization and the more that I can do for women. Yeah. That's why I'm here. I want to help women all over the United States. I started in Ohio, but it's going to be a nationwide organization at some point. It's just I take it day by day. I'm always marking goals, knocking them out. It's not always the biggest thing, but just working every day. I do something for not just October every single day. The snowball effect, you know? definitely speaking of uh you know you talked about some of the goals that you have for not just october i'm curious about some of the short-term goals that you have for not uh not just october and also some of the long-term goals well all right i got something for you and this is the only people that know about this are my close friends sorry 
uh, this is kind of an announcement. So okay. if people listen to if people listen to your podcast, then they'll know what's going on. Okay. If not, they're in the dark. But okay. So I created an initiative. This is something that I I never heard of happening before. Something that I had an idea and put it into motion. I call it the pink seats. So what the pink seats is, when women are currently battling breast cancer, I try and do anything to get their mind off of the fact that they have breast cancer, that they have to go to radiation, that they have to go to chemotherapy. So sports. Sports play such a huge role in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's, they're, they, um, they're so important. People love sports. Sporting events is exciting. The adrenaline of it, it brings happiness. So I created the pink seats, which is um, in a sporting arena, not just October, would have season tickets to the games at this sporting arena. And every game, I'm able to send one woman that's currently battling breast cancer and a friend or family member. Oh, wow. Two seats. I I want the seats to be pink, but some places due to... um, regulations in the city and things like that I might not be able to get the seats pink but my announcement is I've created the pink seats partnership initially the first team is the Akron Rubber Ducks it's all set in stone on paper starting in when their season starts in April every single game I can send a woman that's currently battling breast cancer and she can take a friend or a family member they get a not just October Rubber Ducks t-shirt and they also get recognized on the Jumbotron. And then every Rubber Dust game, they're going to show a video about Not Just October and what we do. Every game. Wow. Every home game. And <clears throat> I plan on spreading that across to other teams. I, now that we have our foot in the door, mm-hmm. it's going to be a thing. The pink seats is going to be a thing that you see in major sports arenas all across the United States. It's going to take some time. Just bear with me and you'll see it happen. Thank you so much to the Rubber Ducks for giving me the initial opportunity. <laughs> you heard it here first. I mean, that's that's great. I, I think that's great for, again, for the for the individuals who are dealing, you know, the women who are dealing with cancer, um, you know, breast cancer, and, and then for the city and the Rubber Ducks. And that's a great partnership you created. Um, and, you know, I wish you the best with that. I, I already know it's going to be successful. And like you said, the expansion, to be able to help more people will come as well. So that's, that's wonderful. That's what it's about, buddy. That's all it's about with me. You heard it here first, you know, thank you (laughs) you for dropping that here first, man. That's an exclusive. So um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You're definitely the first person to hear about this. Everybody's going to hear about it. Um, Really going to do a formal announcement, probably with the rubber ducks in the next couple of weeks. Got a lot of good things planned. Just, Staying busy, keep working. But other than that, my goal is the Kim Jacobs Breast Cancer Resource Center. Okay. That was that was my five year goal. Um, it didn't happen within the first five years, but I plan on doing that later this year or the beginning of next year. This will be a location where women who are currently battling them, their family members, their kids, they can all come see all the resources that we have, learn about what we're doing. I have family nights. I have massages on site. I have other things to make them feel better on site, a computer lab, just in case they want to do some type of research. 
wigs, just a magnificent culture mm-hmm. for women who are currently battling and their family members and survivors. I have survivors there to speak with people. I have an oncologist on site that volunteers their time, not for anything invasive, just for questions that people might have. Like, I, I, this has been in my head for this whole five years. It's just about maintaining the space. When I find the space, I'll know that's the space. So it's going to happen real soon. Okay. And then I, w- I would be remiss to not really uh, highlight just some of the things your organization does for these women. I know you spoke briefly about the massages, but I don't know, man. Just go down the list and talk about some of the ways you support um, some of the women that you, you come in contact with. I know you do lines, you employ landscaping ser- services, services for individuals. Just give me a quick yeah. Uh, landscaping, home cleaning, carpet cleaning, snow removal, massages, wigs. Um, if a woman needs to go to an event, she can get her makeup done. Pretty much not just October can provide any service as long as we can afford it. Or I found an entrepreneur that can do it. Right. I've done things like got glasses for a woman. Her prescription was like $300 for the type of glasses that she needs. We got the glasses. Um, I've done other unorthodox things for people um, lately. Um, let me think. A woman... Christmas as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we adopt. Uh, I was able to partner with David Hamilton, um, newly elected judge David Hamilton. Last year, we adopted 10 families for Christmas. This year, we scaled it down just a little bit just so that we could focus more on a smaller amount of families. But we'll be doing this every year. His mom actually passed away from breast cancer also. So just being another young black male in the community, we can come together, make some families happy. Um, I provided Thanksgiving dinner for people. A woman was newly diagnosed. Her son was about to start school his freshman year. You know, it's very, he was going to Bukhtu. <laughs> Um He needed some, some clothes, some shoes, you know, let's get him together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important for self-esteem when you go to school, you are all the way together, right. you know, and, and his mom is going through this. So let's take his mind off all of this and get him together. It's just... We're here for these women. Anything. I go to sporting events for the kids of these women that are currently battling. They can call me anytime. I really put 24 hours into not just October. I don't have office hours. <laughs> like, I don't have any office hours. I'm always available. On call. Vacation. Hey, on call <laughs> yeah. and ready, ready to hop in the, uh, you got the pink mobile, right? Awareness mobile. Awareness yeah. mobile. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the awareness mobile, we, we've had that for about a year. And it's crazy because women actually contact me and let me know that they've gotten mammograms because they saw that car and it made them remember that that's what they need to do around the age that they might be. So Just how, push. How are these people? And so, and this is a great opportunity. How can someone who is suffering uh, through breast cancer or want to support your organization, how can they get in contact with you? If they don't um, see the car. Oh, well, they can contact us online. Our website is www.notjustoctober.org. We're active on all social media at Not Just October on Instagram and Twitter. Our email, info at notjustoctober.org. Um, I'm everywhere. Find me. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I'm, Le- I'm LeVar Jacobs. I'm LeVar Jacobs on Facebook. Please find me. 
contact me. We got to fill up these pink seats. So <laughs> it's 70 home games. So as many women as, as possible that want to go to these games, do anything, you need anything, please let me know. We, we I got women ready to make you a brand new custom wig. These wigs are valued at around $250, $300, and we'll give them to you. Wow. Custom, made for your head. Wow. Just let 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 us know. We really want to help. I just want to help so many people. I love making people happy. And it's not even just about not just October. I like complimenting people. I love just to make people smile because I know how it feels when people make me smile. So I just want to give that out. Yeah, I know. Uh, and also people probably can look on YouTube for your uh, your episode on the Steve Harvey show, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Just um, I think it's a uh, man making difference through cancer or something like that or maybe you can google not just october steve harvey yeah but yeah it's there and it's all over our pages also and after steve harvey like this is for instance after the steve harvey show um i got a call from a nice woman in cleveland she had actually seen the steve harvey show but she had already known me but she told me that her friend jennifer who is a basketball wife was having an event for cancer because her mom passed away from cancer and she wanted to honor an organization at the event and suggested not just October. So I got to go to Los Angeles again and then I was featured on an episode of the Basketball Wise. Oh, wow. Just, just a lot of good experiences have come just from being kind to people and just trying to change the world in my own way. I feel like I always say this. I hate that my mom had to die for me to find my passion Mm -hmm. and find my purpose. But I know she's looking down and I'm going to do magnificent things in her honor. I'm just going to continue working. And you are. I already know. And and for our listeners, say people who may be struggling to find their passion or purpose. I mean, give them uh, just a, a, a small piece of advice on how they well, find their person, passion or purpose. Well, usually it could, if, if, if it's not due to a loss or something like that, like mine, it can just be something that you like. If you enjoy doing all your friends' hair, you're passionate about doing hair, that might be what you're here for. Mm-hmm. And doing hair is more than doing hair. You're really providing an amazing service that builds the self-esteem up of women. Women love their hair. Or if you enjoy anything, that might be what you're passionate about. Just put your all into it and believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to bet on yourself. Use your money. Do whatever you have to do to further yourself. It's, self-belief is so important. I, I'm, I'm very big on it. I believe in myself. I feel like I can get it in, in any room and talk about what I have going on because I'm passionate about it and I'm ready to bet on myself. You have to bet on yourself all the time. You control your destiny, whatever you want to do. Even if you're not passionate about it at the time, get passionate about it. (laughs) If that's what you want to do, just do it. (laughs) Start. You have to start. You'll never finish if you don't start. Right. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know what, I agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I think people are afraid to fail sometimes or care about perception. But, uh, you know, a lot of times if it's something like you said, if you find that that piece that is not related to money. So you're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, you're talking about providing a service. 
uh, boosting people's self-esteem, you know, those type of things, giving back to the community. It seems like if you can find that piece that uh, you're, you're providing a service to humanity and making things better, I think uh, you'll be able to easily navigate uh, with that yep. purpose. Definitely. And, and people have to never search for instant gratification. People know that it takes time for a business to be everything you want it to be. Nothing's going to happen overnight. Like I said earlier, I had to come out of pocket heavily for the first three years of not just October. When it didn't pop immediately, I could have stopped. Not saying that it's everywhere that I want it to be right now because there's still goals I'm trying to accomplish, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's going in the right direction. So you can't just be um, someone who starts something and then if people don't automatically gravitate towards it, you just quit and start something else. You got to, like I said, double down on yourself, believe in yourself and just keep going. You're going to make it through the storm. We all go through storms. I was just talking to my publicist, Ariel. Nicole, Ariel Nicole, shout out to Ariel. She's amazing. But I I go through something called um I named it. <laughs> I, I I call it uh entrepreneur fatigue mm-hmm. because sometimes I just don't I don't have the ideas as much as I usually do, or I'm just in a funk. I really don't feel like handling not just October business. I start doing the bare minimum. It happens every once in a while, usually in November, right after October, because I'm just tired. Yeah. But um, I just had a wonderful baby boy in September. And I feel like <laughs> after he was born, that's all I was focused on is him. Yeah. So Congratulations. <laughs> I appreciate that. So the business, it was taking like a back seat. But I don't know. I prayed on it. I pray heavily. And I feel like God has brought me out of the little slump that I was in. And... I'm I'm running right now. I got so many ideas <laughs> right awesome. now. So, hey, I know a lot of people will benefit from those ideas. Uh, a lot of people will be inspired. So again, man, I just I want to thank you for doing what you are doing for the for the community. And um, you know, within a year, two years, however long it takes for the world, you know, I know you're gonna expand fully and uh, you know carry on your mother's legacy. So, that's thank all. you, man. It's awesome. Well, I guess, I mean, honestly, man, I, I think this was a great interview. You know, I could just sit back and cruise control and listen to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry if I talk too much. No, no, no. Man, no I just no, be, that's why we're I here. get it going. That's, that's, <laughs> seriously, that's why we're here to have that conversation. And the conversation includes listening. And I think a lot of people don't see the true value in that. But, uh, you know, I do. So, yeah, I thank you for everything. Uh, like I said, you're doing and taking some time out of your busy day to kind of talk to the people and just give uh, give us that. First of all, you gave us uh, some information that's not even released yet. So that's how up the press. I'm going to definitely <laughs> promote that when I drop this uh, podcast as well, if that's OK with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But, uh, I appreciate yeah, that. If you don't have anything else, man, we can kind of cut it off here and maybe I'll circle back around a year or two from now and see where you are and get an update. Let's do it, man. I greatly, greatly appreciate you. I love having the access and ability to just spread the message and just, you know, speak life into people because that's what people deserve. So thank you. All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody have a great one. Thank you for tuning in. All right. Yep.